Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Good morning, you beautiful people. I hope you all had a great Sunday and yeah, really enjoyed those two games on offer there. Up the Cowboys. Two in a row. We're on. Top eight, here we come. I think we're 13th now after those two beautiful wins, so there you go. But here we are, Dragons, Warriors. I got pretty lucky this week uh, on this on this game especially. I had I had Tohu and, and Roger, so our two top scorers in the game I picked up. And you know, it's, we've got to acknowledge these moments when we actually get lucky. We always talk about how unlucky we get in this game, and this is one of those ones where I did get lucky. I brought in Tohu this week. Um, he's been someone that's just been getting 60 every week, really consistent. And this week he, he ended up getting 20 over his average and got a nice try there. So, you know, and even went off, uh, even went off and had to go for, you know, 15 minutes there, um, before he came back on and finished the game. But yeah, awesome work from, from Tohu and, and with Roger, we ended up getting about 20 above his, you know, pretty much almost 20 above his average there as well. So really happy with that. I, I was, wasn't sure if I was going to pick up a thousand, this week, but end up with 1,051. So we'll take that with those two guys and then uh, Alvaro a little bit later. But yeah, Toe is just, um, it's really cool when, when you've got someone that's yeah, really good at getting his base stats, getting through a lot of work in, in big minutes, and then you know, he, he can get those tries as well. So that's two tries for the year now. And, and if they can use him in that capacity more regularly, like that was a really good play from Egan, you know, look to the outside, pass back into Tohu. If they can do that regularly, I think he can... He can be someone that can average in, in that mid sixties, like he is right now. After you know, after six rounds, if he can pick up a try, you know, one you just you know, one every six rounds would be pretty cool. Um, you know, dual position <clears throat> only misses one game over the origin, origin period. He's someone that really needs to be in the bulk of teams there. You know, whether he plays in the front row, in the lock position, spends some time on the edge, it really doesn't matter with him. You know, he has he has options to score in multiple ways, and which is really cool. And then with Roger, there's two games in a row he's done really well, 68 and then a 69, and scored a really nice try to, to help them win the game. But how good was that? You know, they completed 40 out of 40 sets, which is incredible. I think it was the first time that's ever happened in the NRL era. So congrats to the Warriors. Deserve a nice clap there. You know, against the Dragons team that's been playing really well. So an awesome, awesome game for them. 
um, and was a good game to watch there as well. Yeah, really happy with Roger. Uh, you know, when you when you're buying him at, at an average of you know forty seven, being priced at that 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 one there, you're really happy with him scoring nine above that average across that six games. And and like we spoke about with wing fullbacks, they're going to get the thirty odd, and then they're going to get the seventy. And you know, we've noticed that with Teddy this year that he hasn't had that massive score yet. He's had a few seventies, but you know, in previous years he ends up with one hundred and ten, one hundred and five in certain games, and and that will come. You know, a lot of people thinking about trading him this week, but. Again, guys, these types of these types of keepers that have done it for years, years on years on years, you need to be looking to keep them. You, you know, we saw that example with Cam Murray the other day as well. You know, he had, he hasn't been scoring incredibly, you know, average around that fifty mark or just below, and then he comes out and scores a try and, and picks up eighty, and now his average is in the mid fifties again. So, please be careful with these types of guys and trading them in and out and and rage trading and, and that type of thing there and bringing in the next hot hot player because what we've seen a lot this week is that those hot players tend to revert back at some point or they get a 35, you know. We have the exception with guys like Isaiah Papali who just keeps scoring strides and keeps doing it, but the majority of guys will have up and down weeks. So that's something to think about there. And, and Cody Nikarima, same same sort of thing with him. He's going to be up and down his scoring. Averaging 55 over the first six games is amazing for him, but he's going to have a 30-odd. He's have an 80. He'll have a 70, right? So just just be aware of that with those types of players that, aren't the super consistent guys like Tohu. They're going to be up and down, but across the season, their average will, will reflect how they're playing. So that's with that one there. And, and then Josh Curran, we, we spoke about him in the preseason about being a really cool option if he if he picked up the starting spot in this Warriors pack. And, and with how many forwards they've got currently, he wasn't able to get that position. And, and really strange that he actually played 80. Obviously was uh, was having a good game and, and they decided to keep him out there that whole time. So if this is something that happens regularly, I think he needs to be a staple in everyone's side. You know, even if they even though they missed that round thirteen by, if he can keep that up, I think he's gonna make a lot of money. Obviously we're not expecting sixty sixes every week, you know, fifty tackles, hundred and forty meters. We're not expecting that with a try saver as well. But he is someone that does have a really nice work rate. And if he can play fifty to sixty minutes, he's gonna make a lot of money, you know. At 246 right now, he's going to go up to about 280, 290 overnight. Um, and then from that stage, it'll be like, you know, depending on who you can who you can cash out in your in your team to, to get to him. Um, but obviously, just let's wait until team lists before we make that decision. It's good to see Norman uh, still playing well, scoring well. 536 uh, kick meters there for 26 points, which which was really helpful for him. Um, but again, not, a lot, not someone that a lot of people have. Jazz Savanga was someone that a lot of people traded in this week and, and did end up moving to the bench. And I imagine a lot of people would have been stressed with that one. But yeah, for him to come on and, and still get 50 minutes, they obviously did have an injury, which which changed a few things with their with their lineup. But yeah, for Jazz to, to get that 50 minutes, that's re- you're really happy with that for him. Uh, if he can get that each week, he's going to score in the 50s for sure. Uh, but yeah, not as crazy this week with his missed tackles or the amount of tackles that he made, but... You know, two, no, two turnover tackles, 36 tackles, 112 metres, ends up with 57. So well done if you picked him up at a nice cut price there. I expect him to bottom out around you know, closer to 700k, I'd imagine would be his high. You know, he's, he's someone that's a little bit inconsistent with minutes and stuff, you know, week, year to year. I said I owned him last year and, and he did he sort of did a job, but he wasn't a you know, top-line keeper by the end of the season. All right, AMAC, 56 in his 80 minutes, so 50 tackles again. Just doing his thing as per usual. So a slightly lower game for him. Just didn't have any any attacking stats at all. Like didn't even get one offload or anything like that. So 
yeah, is what it is for him. You're happy with that score if you've got him. Uh, Pompey played well. Lomax, a few people uh, starting to bring him in, thinking about him as, a, as an option there. And, and 51 points you're really happy with. He had a lot more tackles than usual and a bit over 100 metres, which was great. So happy days when you pick up a centre and they have one line break, one goal, and still pick up 51. So great work from him. Ravalawa played well, got a nice try. Ken Mamalo got 50, which was uh, a lot higher than what he usually gets. Jack Bird's the one we want to talk about. It. And I've priced at 405k. He's going to be up closer to 450 after this week, I imagine. 440, 450. And really working back into, into the form that he showed in previous years. And, and this is kind of what we expected. It only took him one week. One poor week at the start. To then now be averaging 40 you know, for the, for the entire year. And that's, that's close to a 45, 46 average over that first, you know, the last five games that he's, or the last four games that he's played. Uh, so if you picked him up, you're really happy with him. And I think he, he could end up turning into a keeper in the, in the center position if he keeps up this form. Obviously, you know, with him, he's had some issues with injury in the past and, and that's something to think about. You know, you can think about that with Tommy Trebojevic as well. But you're just picking them off the form they're, they're currently showing. And, and these guys, these types of guys are showing great form. So he's someone that if you need a replacement this week, I think he's a good option. Maguire came over and played 57 minutes off the bench, which is crazy, um, for a 46. But again, not an option at 615K. Leeson Armour at 504K has done a really good job for those that are, that are playing him and, and have him as a cash cow. He's slowly going to get to a peak price in the next sort of 50 to 60K, next few weeks there. So... Something to think about. I think with him, you definitely hold him until that round 13 buy, and then you move him on. They're not going to play that first one, but I think that's a good time to move him on there. Paul Turner came on off the bench. But he's not going to be an option. Egan with 44. So even with a try assist, he just had a, a little bit lower amount of tackles there and didn't uh, didn't have to do too much in the game apart from that nice try assist to Tohu. So again, he's someone that's building closer to his peak price of 555 right now. And you know when when he gets there, which will be fairly soon. Again, I think he's someone you can hold up and you know close until that thirteen buy, or over, you know for the next few weeks you can use him use his cash to upgrade somewhere else if you have enough scorers. So I feel like if you've got seventeen strong scorers, at like a forty minimum type of player, then you can move Egan on. Until then, I think you should hold him and keep playing him. Uh, Vaughn with forty two, a little bit lower again. Alvaro finally this week I played him and he actually scored well enough. Yeah, the previous time I played him, he got twenty six. So. I was worried with him at the start. He had 11 points in 22 minutes, but came back really well. And yeah, when, when you're making 37 tackles in your 45 minutes, you, you've got a good player on, on your squad there. Uh, so still some cash to make with him before he peaks out around that 500k mark, I'd say. But again, someone you can hold over over the next bunch of weeks, especially in, I'd be keeping him until round 13 if you if you possibly uh, if you have him at this stage, like myself. Fumano. Saves you from losing a little bit of cash this week with a 40. So if you can hold somewhere around that, he could be another decent option to hold on your bench. With all the the, the suspensions and, and injuries that are happening on a regular basis, and these types of the guys that are just there doing the job every week that you can keep, um, you know, sometimes you'll have to play them in your 17, sometimes you won't have to, but they're there for cover, which is a good option. Uh, Tunnel Brown, Kerr, Kloon, uh, Bunty F4. Again, some, one of those guys that people are really interested in and you know, I've got to get him in because he's fairly cheap at you know, anything in the 300s there. They have to score closer to 40 to make you some good cash. You know, we, we saw what happened with Spencer Lenu. You know, he, he, once he got priced around that 300 mark, if you have a, a high 20s game and then a random 40 game, that, that mid, th- mid to low 30s average 
kind of stuffs you around a little bit because you stop you stop making money fairly quickly or you make 10, 5K a week, 15K a week. And that's what's going to happen with Bunty here. He's just not going to get the minutes, unfortunately. If you've got, if you've got guys like Jazz on the bench, you know, taking 50 minutes, there's, there's not a lot further to go around. And Toe is playing big minutes. You know, there's there's not much there. And, you know, you've got Curran on the on the edge there playing 80. So uh, slightly annoying if you've got R4. But, yeah, again, not someone you have to trade out immediately, but he's not going to make you a, a crap load of money there. Tarek Sims, a bunch of people are talking about, but, again, he's going to be that rocks and diamonds. He needs tries to do well. Dufty with 25, so even with a try and a try assist, a bit of a lower game for him with a few demerits, but yeah, this is to be expected from from Dufty, but also fullbacks in general. Uh, Murdoch with Silver, 22. Merrin with 20, only had the one stint, so allowed for a few extra minutes for for Maguire, it seems. And, and thankfully, on my part, that Alvaro wasn't the one to lose those minutes. It, it was uh, it was Merrin in this case. So if you have Merrin, I'd be, I'd be suggesting... Moving him on at 488k, you have enough to to trade him to someone else. Yeah, but in 29 minutes, and he had two, like a couple of runs for 28 meters. So, yeah, that's that one there. Uh, our big one of the week is going to be O'Sullivan, and then and again another lesson to be learnt on this one is the fact that Sullivan O'Sullivan has had a lot of games in the past where he hasn't scored as well. These first three games for him were absolutely off the charts, right? Like you never you haven't seen that from him before. Yes, he's probably improved as a player. But you can't stay at that forever, right? Again, we always revert back to the mean. And O'Sullivan was someone that he's not an out-and-out gun. You've got Cody Nikarima who, who shares the responsibilities. And when you have those types of players with you and you're not the, the sole dominant player like a, like a Townsend, for example, then your games where you don't get involved as much or you don't have any assists or you miss a few tackles, you know, you had a three errors as well you're going to score really low. And that unfortunately that happened with O'Sullivan and, and people were like, you know, he's, he's a gun. He's, he's going he's gonna to score 55. He's going to average 55 every week. Well, just just simmer with that because yes, you know, we, our people's team brought him in last week and it worked out great. And over the two weeks, we got about, you know, about a 95 average. We'll, we'll take that for sure. But just be aware that, that these types of players aren't out and out guns in the game, but also in, you know in the real game, but also in fantasy as well. So just be careful with that. He's definitely not a trade out. He'll pop, he, you know, there's every chance he goes back to a fifty score next week. But just be careful with these types of guys going forward when you're selecting your squads. You know, we're we're all having to use a bunch of trades at the moment. So be aware that you know spending them up, spending them up on these types of guys sometimes doesn't you know work out best for the squad. Like. My team this week, I did have to burn two trades, and it worked out all right with Little and Ricky. I ended up trading to a top-line gun in Tohu and then a promising cash cow in Simkin. And, and that's the type of trade to be looking to make rather than bring in that middle kind of guy, 350, 450K, who need to do well every week or they stop making you money, right? Simkin can go for a 25 and still make you some cash. You know, If he's mixing that with a 40 or 50, he's still going to make some good coin. Whereas these types of guys need to get that 40, 50 every week on average. Otherwise, they, they, they're they stifling their, their money-making potential. So that's my thoughts on that one, guys. And we'll move to the, the Cowboys and the Bulldogs. And I really appreciate it if you hit like uh, on this video and, and subscribe if you're new. All right, Renew for Tony. He had a bit of an up-and-down game. He had two interesting errors, which they've only given him one, I think. But um, that pass at the start of the game straight into Avrilo's side. That was good. Um, but then scored a nice try and... And played, you know, 47 minutes for 66. So when a Tony's the highest scorer in the game, you know, there's not a lot of great players running around. Mitch Dunn ran, uh, ran sideways for a bunch of points there and a try at the end. So well done to him off the bench, but again, not an option. 
Luke Thompson was someone we spoke about a little bit last week and you know him being a, a fairly solid option. And for him to play 56 minutes in the front row, you're, you're going to be expecting some decent scores. And if yeah, for me, I think I can see him averaging around 50 or maybe just above. And that puts him about 100K undervalued. So for Thompson, he's, he's a very solid player in general. And if he can pick up those tackle breaks like he did this week against some better teams, then I think he's going to be cool to, cool to watch. But again, they're up against the Cowboys, who who did beat them, obviously, but they're not not an incredible side by any stretch. Uh, so Thompson, a, an interesting option going forward. Val Holmes had a pretty solid game, I think, from you know, NRL standards, but also with fantasy there. You know, 219 metres there, five goals. He actually kicks the, kicks the goals really well at the moment. Uh, a line break and a try assist and seven tackle breaks. So a nice all-round game for him, and he's slightly undervalued. But again, I would, I'd be wary of bringing in Cowboys players at this point. Shane Wright with another decent game, but again, he's going to be up and down with his scoring. Robson with a try, but again, only playing 50 minutes is annoying for him. Molo had a nice, uh, well, basically a line break. They didn't credit for it, but anyway, uh, decent game. Dallin Martini at fullback is, is doing a fairly decent job. He's averaging 44 for the season, so he's sneakily making a fair bit of cash, and he'll be up over you know 100K made for the season so far, which is cool. Uh, and... Again, probably not an option. I, I wouldn't be selecting any dogs players apart from someone like you know, Elliot, and, Elliot and Avarillo are kind of doing okay uh, with Flanagan also. But again, not perfect options. They're not going to be out-and-out strong keepers. Flanagan might be around that, but you know, there's a bunch of guys ahead of him at this stage. But Elliot there, 48, four offloads there. No real attacking stats in terms of tackle breaks, but you know, 48 and 80 minutes, he's... Again, this is going to be around his base at mid-40s or so, and then if he scores a try, which he, he always threatens to, then he's going to do well. Avery Lowe with 48. How good's how good's he come on since I traded him out? Jeez Louise. That'll put him up about 60 or 70K now for the year, and if you've uh, managed to hold on to him, he's actually half a chance at, at you know, starting in your centres if you if you want him to. Kicked a couple of goals as well, and Flanagan hurt his, uh, hurt his leg, so we'll see what happens with, with Flano for next week, but... You know, for him to kick 343 metres, maybe that was because Flanagan was a bit hurt, but he kind of they kind of shared the responsibility of the whole game, not just after the injury. Obviously, he had three turnover tackles in there as well, so not going to get that each week, but, you know, 48 was amazing if you had to play him, but you'd be expecting somewhere around the 30 to 35, I'd expect from him. So, anyway, making some good cash on him, and that's all you need there. Flano, we spoke about, just, yeah, obviously hurt himself a little bit at the end and, and missed out on maybe 10 points there. Lockie Burr, Ben Hampton, he's kind of... What's he doing? He's turned the tables. Is he actually going to play well? Again, think about it in terms of Sean O'Sullivan. Can come out and have a bunch of good games, but then there's every chance that he gets 20 next week. Yeah, he could keep going, but I don't really want to spend my cash on these types of guys when there's a good chance that they, they get a 20 and their money-making potential just stifles, right? So he's going to be up 330, 340 this week. Again, moved into that weird range. If you bought him in this week or the week before, then you've done really well out of it. But from here on, I think he's a little bit of a worry. Obviously, some people are like, oh, well, I might have Latrell or Momorowski out this week and I want to bring in Hampton. And you can, definitely, but I'd just be wary of him. Um, but obviously, if he if he continues playing in the halves position, there's a decent chance that you know, a 30 is kind of his base. But again, we'll have to wait and see. I'm not holding my breath with his scores anyway. Uh, ben Condon, for anyone that brought him in, picked up a try uh, and played 70 minutes, but again, he's not scoring well enough in base stats to be an option. 
Uh, Corey Waddell, Hopawade with a 38, so a bit better than, than his season average. But again, in a dog side that aren't really scoring tries, he's not going not gonna to be a great option. We've got Jensen there. Drinkwater, Granville, not a lot to talk about down there. Aaron, Allen with one of his high scores of the year with 29. Uh, Torpenny's an interesting one. He actually did get high in the last week, but you know, to pick up 26, he had eight in demerits. So again, we'll, we'll make you a little bit of cash, but he's definitely not an option going forward. I think he's you know, too highly priced now. He'll be up about 3.30 after this game. And Nick Kotrick is really stinking it up since he's had a couple of average games in centers and then been moved back to the wing. And again, in a dog side that isn't doing too well, he's not an incredible option for you. And Hetherington with the big swinging arm to get sent off again. What do we think of that? Was it worth a send off or a sin bin? Let me know what you think. Uh, but it, yeah, with a, got a try assist as well and picked up 16 in his 25 minutes. So well done to him. Uh, that's about all, guys. That's all for those uh, Sunday games. Let me know what your, uh, your lessons learned for the week were, um, how your team scored, and we'll see you in a lot of the videos during the week. Please uh, turn on that notification bell so you can catch up with all these videos. And you know, as I said before, asking in the comments about certain questions, I'm going to be making videos about each player. Please jump back into the previous videos on this one if you want to learn some more, and we'll see you in the next one, guys. Have a good week. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Jim. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.